0: this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show, just various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guests. So I have some fabulous guests on my show today. First of all, I have Kat Jane Massey. She's the founder of the Visibility and Confidence Community Club. The VQ Academy, and she's the author of Living with Dolls. So I'd like to introduce Kat Massey. So welcome, Kat. Oh, hi, Karen. Thanks for having me on. You all right? Yeah, all good today. And I know we've got lots of other people joining us as well, but we're gonna we're gonna go over to those in a few minutes' time. So, Kat, you're here to talk about your new book, a collaboration called Scene featuring female entrepreneurs from your academy, uh, sharing their story of how they stepped into their passion, purpose and power. So you're already an author in your own right. Congratulations on this book, which is fantastic. It's already made, is it number one bestseller in three different categories? It's six now, six different categories now, yeah. Well, it's phenomenal. It's brilliant. Six different categories and it's only available for pre-order. Was it 24 hours ago or 48 hours
1: on the, ago? On the 28th at 7am, it went for pre-orders on the 28th of September. Yes, yeah, so oh, only...
0: that, that is incredible. So
1: let's just, for our listeners, let's just explain what it is you do and tell us all about your academy. So I'm Kat Massey and I'm a visibility and confidence mentor. So I help women get seen in, lif- in different ways. However, they feel comfortable with their visibility. Uh, And a year ago, I started an online business called the BQ Academy Membership. And in there, I give them everything they need all around their business, their visibility, and their confidence for them to implement into their businesses to be able to show up. But the backbone of the BQ Academy is the community. So you're definitely not on your own because it can be quite lonely being an entrepreneur, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur and you haven't got a team behind you, so it's something that um, was needed at the time, and I and I delivered it. And how many members do you have in your academy now? It does f- fluctuate. It's like a gym membership. You know, people get all yeah. excited. They come in. They want to. They want to get fit. want to get visible. And then after a month, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they get and together, so it's and forget. Like- yeah, so it's it's like that. So we're, we're we're around fifty seven members at the moment.
0: Wow, that's brilliant. So let's talk about your fabulous book scene. So when did you first have that kind of light bulb
1: moment and think, you know, I've got this inspiration, I've got to create this book? Being a visibility mentor, I I knew that I could offer different different platforms, and it was it was the time then really to 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 offer this. Being having gone through the process myself and know what impact it can have to help people and for your own visibility in your own businesses as well. I just thought I'd put something out there and ask and see who put their hands up, who wanted to be a co-author in a book, but I had a a special preference around it. I made them quite aware that it was gonna be around um, mental health. It was going to be for mental health and it had to be something that you were really passionate about, that you'd stepped into your power and, you know, you had a story around that, you know, around adversity and coming through that so you can inspire others. And um, so that that was that was the call that I put out.
0: I'm going to read the synopsis on the back of the book. In scene, 15 female entrepreneurs have found the courage to come together and share their stories with you. In their own words, they describe the process of finding their passion, power and purpose and how they wish to inspire and encourage others to believe that anything is possible. Standing proud and finding the courage to be heard, this is a powerful collection from 15 women. And today we're joined by a handful of women. So I'd like to introduce the rest of the authors. So hello to Aga Mortlock, to Becky Field, Nikki Kilnan, Carolyn and Alison D so hello ladies say a big cheers
2: hello hello hi everyone
0: hi congratulations to all of you on reaching number one in six different categories. So I said to you all to bring a glass to say, uh, cheers. So hold your glasses up and let us all say cheers. So well done, cheers. (laughs)
3: Cheers.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I did ask each and every one of you basically what it is you do and give us a brief outline of what you've kind of brought to the book scene. So first of all, let's go over to Nikki Kilnan, So Nikki, briefly tell us what it is you do and tell us about what you're bringing to the book.
4: Okay, so um, hi everybody. I help people um, style their social media and what I mean by that is once they've had um, brand shoots done or basically just up-leveling the the professional level of their stories, um, of their grid, of their social media, so it just looks more professional, more styled and um, more presentable. Brilliant.
0: And I have seen your social media page, and they do look magnificent. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us about your story. in. Scene. Yeah, so
4: my story started back in 2019, in 2020, sorry. Um, I was actually working um, for a, a company um, and I had to make the choice of... Um, going back to work healthy against consultants orders or resigning um for my for my own health um I obviously chose to resign um didn't know where I was going what I was doing thought I would go away on holiday and then got stuck um as the pandemic started um I can relate so, to that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I literally got stuck out there had a nightmare journey back I think which everybody and I you know a few people on this um, this podcast lived it with me, seeing my snotty mess and everything um, coming back um, and then had to basically do what everybody else did in COVID, which was completely pivot um, on what I was doing. And that led me, obviously the creative side, decided to do something completely different. And here we are, um, flying. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: So I really look forward to reading your story. So let's go over to Josephine Sandra Calagira. Is it, have I pronounced your name right, Josephine? Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) I know you've just arrived. So welcome to the the podcast. So Josephine, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and a brief outline of what you're
5: bringing to the book scene. So I am Josephine Calagira. Um, known as better known as the setback to come back queen and um, an empowerment enthusiast. Over four years ago, I had a personal injury that limited the capability of the things that I could do. And as a single parent, life became so hard and so tough and my son literally nearly got taken away mm-hmm. but and um, i was misdiagnosed with a lot of things going back and forth and of course the the emotions the thoughts the the the, the physical side of things that my health was going really down and um i, I lost the plot i thought I, I was better off because my son became a young carer at that time, before I knew he was a young carer, and I saw what he was going through, and his performance at school, he got picked up on, and I couldn't do anything, and I started to lose it, so oh, I tried. How was your
0: son, Josephine, at the
5: time? He was five. Five, Wow. So he had to get through all of that, and and myself as well. Uh, it became wheelchair bound after trying to pretend that everything was okay. But of course, the one my health was going really down. The medication wasn't helping. I was misdiagnosed. I stopped talking and kept quiet. And what I brought out of the book was. Um, to inspire and empower people to understand that actually you you can be who you want to be and you can walk through the struggles that you're going through. And you can't hide away because the truth always stays. And and then you can find a way with the right support, with the right team. I mean, cut mercy. I just remember the first day (laughs) I reached out to cut mercy. I might cry in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
5: okay, you're in good hands here. So I've reached out to them, uh, the, it just takes me back to the first day I reached out to Kat Mercy when I felt like you know what, well, I'm in pieces here and then I went to Kat Mercy's um, programme um, challenge and then that gave me the opportunity to actually step into my power honestly and I was trying to hide and because I saw how authentic and true she was in sharing and giving every single person a platform it it brought some kind of me out rather than keeping quiet and pretending everything was fine and trying to say, oh, I can't say this, I can't do that. So for me, and when I had a one-to-one with her, I said to her, before I invested, she she, like, she gave me the best answer? I've never heard anyone tell me. I say to her, I say, Kat, do you think this course is fine? It w- will suit me, is it for me? And she said, you know what you want, and you know how much you want it. And if it's what you want, I welcome you on.
0: Yay! And here you are today. So today. We look forward to hearing your story. That's brilliant. Yeah. So now we're going to go over to Carolyn McPherson. So, welcome, Carolyn. Tell us briefly about what it is you
6: do and what you're bringing to the book. Hi, there Karen. Thanks for having me on. I. I'm still working in the NHS as a sonographer, which is um, working with crystals and the energy of crystals, but I'm also just before lockdown launched my own business, plucking up the courage in sort of holistic healing. So I'm an energy healer working with the energies of crystals, dragons, and helping people bring balance and harmony back into their, their bodies with kinetic chain release, their their minds with mindfulness and meditation and 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 their spirit and so with the energy of healing
0: and are you does the NHS
6: take that on board they're working with with that kind of healing they have they've allowed me during lockdown they've allowed me an opportunity to do um, mindfulness and meditation session with my work colleagues Um, and they've also which is, is is a big breakthrough um, and I have been able to do that so I feel locked in in a lot of ways just allowed allowed me to to find more of my voice to um, find more courage to to open up and say look I think I can help people here I also can help them in ergonomics is something that I now specialize in so that's looking at their bodies their bodies positions and I can look and see the stress on them and talk to them and have been able to help people because it's it's been really overwhelming for us as NHS workers, and as you can imagine, extremely frightening. So I've been able to help some of my colleagues and go, look, come, just let's have some five minutes. And a lot of them are very, um, initially were quite disparaging about saying things like using their words, I don't believe in that shit, which I'm kind of like, I don't feel triggered by that. Whereas before I would, but I don't feel triggered by it. I just, I'm kind of like, well, do you know what? that's fair enough in a respect that you don't believe but why don't you give it a try it's not going to do you any harm and and a lot of them have been really surprised and and come back and going, and you know that really helped and I really appreciate it so now they'll they will come to me and they'll and they'll look for me and I've done guided meditation and just body scanning techniques and simple things and a lot more of them are now coming and going are there other things you could help with could you help so I feel it's been really good, although in business I haven't had many people to the house. I've been able to help and support my work colleagues. And now more of them are coming and saying, will you do some crystal healing for me? Will, we, will you teach me more about that? And that that's that's wonderful to be able to do that and give that yes, support. Brilliant. So how do you
0: feel about being an author and the book coming out and people reading your story?
6: It's It's really exciting and the response has been overwhelming and, and, and again the support that I've had from my, my work colleagues has, has been amazing. Um, I'm really touched and um, feel quite emotional and overwhelmed
0: yeah. I, I, sure I, I really do. I, I can't wait to read all these different um individual stories. It's going to be fantastic. So let's just go back to Kat Massey for a second. So Kat, let's talk about that eloquent front cover and who designed it because it's it's an empowering woman with a blindfold on, which tells a story in itself, doesn't it? So tell us about tell us about the
1: front sleeve. Well, you should have seen the picture I drawn <laughs> It was nothing like it's that like a I five can year tell old that. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I knew what I want because when I do my talks, I always talk about wearing a mask and how I wore a mask for 42 years. And it took me that long to be able to take it off and be seen for for who I am and and step into my own power. So I I wanted to like capture that. And there's so many women out there that are just so unseen and still frightened to be seen as them because they feel like they need to fit in for society. So I just put that to Michelle. I just like scribbled something down, put something to Michelle, who's our editor and our book cover designer. And um, and then I found like a, a picture, which I put into our, our private chat for the authors and the authors really liked it. So I was like, right, okay, we're going. Then when Michelle sent the actual design back, bloody hell, I was, I was blown away because it was just wow. so powerful. And it was exactly, and I think everyone can resonate with that of having that, you know yes. that mask on to try and fit in and and not be seen and um, but yeah. we are here to t- you know today to be seen
0: brilliant okay so let's talk now to aga mortlock so aga welcome to the show i know we've talked already and we've met previously so tell us tell for our listeners tell us what it is you do and briefly tell us about what you're bringing to scene
2: so hello karen Um <laughs> i'm a brand photographer and. um I help female business owners and entrepreneurs uh, build outstanding online presence. And I do this by photographing them and creating a beautiful bank on on brand images for them to use across um, all their uh, online and offline uh, for all their needs. So uh, I do love working with women and that's my little purpose I found a few years ago.
0: (laughs) So tell us about what you're bringing to the book. Your story only briefly, we don't give too much away.
2: Don't worry, I won't give too much away. This is basically a story about how I came to this country, how I've been greeted, and how I've been allowed to pursue my dreams. That's basically what happened. And it shows how from you can come from really, really tiny little bottom. (laughs) So from the bottom to the top, guys. So that's basically the shortcut of my story. (laughs) Brilliant. I can't wait
0: to read it. I really can't. Okay, so let's go over to Alison D. So welcome Alison. Hi there Karen. So again tell us what it is you do and all about your
7: role in scene. Um, so I am a certified life coach and a positive mindset mentor so I help my clients to flip their thinking, flip their mindset to better deal with tough life situations because you know what life happens to us all and Is that the outcome. CBT then Alison? Um, yes, yes. I'm an NLP practitioner and CBT is an NLP method. So I use that is the core of my coaching yeah. Um, because, yeah, you know, life happens and it's how we deal with it that determines how you come out of the other side. And life isn't easy sometimes. So I give my clients that safe space where they can come to me without judgment um, to, you know, get it all out and regroup and move forward um I'm also very big into manifestation but I put the science and the spirituality together to make it really logical and really accessible for everyone because when I first found out about manifestation I was like what is this And then I found out there was a lot of science behind it, which fascinates me um, because I have actually just left my role as a biomedical scientist in the NHS to go full time in my business. clever girl then, clever girl. Well, I I try, I do my best, I'm stubborn (laughs) and determined. And I mean, that's a whole other story about stepping into my power because I was getting really bullied and harassed by my line manager. And I went, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. So I walked away. Um, But that's not in the book. My story in the book starts seven and a half years ago when I had just left an abusive relationship and I was broken, totally broken. I was masses in debt. I had been alienated from my friends and family and I didn't know what to do, where, to, you know, how to start over. I would just turned 30 and by that point I thought I would be married with kids and all of a sudden I was, yeah, starting all over again i didn't like myself at all and now i'm a positive mindset mentor helping women step into their power and gain their confidence and my story is hope and inspiration that you know if i can do it coming from that background anyone can that's incredible another great story that i can't
0: wait to read i really can't wait to get my hands on this book and last but not least, I know there's many more that are taking part in the book. We're going to move over now to Becky Field. So, hi, Becky. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. So, tell us all about your story.
8: Um, okay. So, I'm a coach as well. So, I work with small business owners, and but I work with them to look after their mental, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being while they run their business. Um So my story focuses on the fact that I am 16 years sober. Wow, it focuses on the f- thank you uh, i was 16 years sober on the 16th of september so wow. it was a really special month for me um obviously being a best-selling author as well just is like the cherry on the cake <laughs> being part of this is fantastic um and for me the story is about the rawness of it so um a lot of people think that alcoholism is a um the stigma attached to alcoholism is horrific as you can imagine, but also um, the ripple effect of alcoholism, not only on the person who's addicted, but the people who are affected by it as well. So I wanted to share my story um, as in its raw detail of ownership, of my responsibility for my addiction. So do you know how far into the book
0: your story is then, Becky?
8: I do. I'm chapter three. Chapter three. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. So who's chapter one, who's chapter one then, um, Kat?
1: Uh, Jen Griffiths
0: is chapter oh. one. So, do you, do guys, you all know which chapters you are, then
1: I take it. You don't. Nick is shaking her head. There was a method to my madness. It yeah. was who said, who said yes first and got and got the um, form in.
0: <laughs> yeah. chapter one. <laughs> and we'll go in that order. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, you, so, Kat, you've also recently celebrated one year in business, so congratulations, and you had a birthday celebration, which was fantastic. So tell us a bit about how that felt. Because you obviously created it during lockdown, didn't you? And then you're still going
1: brilliantly and really strong. Yeah, who'd have thought, eh? Who'd have who'd thought? thought? A business in lockdown. <laughs> it's so it's it's inspiring, isn't it, that so many people have been able to do what they've actually want to do and what they should be doing during and make, so and we've
0: had success out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've been been round the block around this circuit quite a while now, over 20 odd years. And did I think I would have an online business running a mem- visibility membership? Absolutely not. Um, so to, to have it still a year old um, in the world crisis that we're in is, is I'm super, super grateful, I'm, I'm proud of that. And I couldn't let that birthday se- um, celebration pass me by. But one of my um, Academy members, who is one of my founding members, She'd or she opened a business on the exact same day that I did, and it was all around vision boards. So vision and visibility go hand in hand. Yeah. And I just reached out to her and I said, "What are you doing for your birthday?" And she was like, "Oh, I don't know. What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to have a party. Do you want to come? Do you want to <laughs> be part of it? Do you want? Shall we do it together?" And she said, "Yeah, yeah. Why not?" And um, yeah, so we, it was obviously it was a celebration, but it was also. Getting off Zoom and getting back in the room yeah, and face, celebrating I mean. everybody else that not only found the strength to come to that room after having 18 months at home, but were still in business too yeah so yeah. we were celebrating all women in business and one man there was a one, one man, man there
0: as well One <laughs> man. don't forget the one man and I did attend and it was a brilliant event so while I was there I also interviewed several authors that are going to be in scene that can't join us today um, and that was Lisa Williams, Jen Griffiths, Laura Coote, Lisa Preston and Fiona Dalziel so we're going to go over and have a listen to what they had to say at your party. My next guest is no stranger to Appetite for Life, Fiona Diel. Welcome back. Hi, Karen. It's great to be back. Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's lovely to see you again. And congratulations
3: on your part of the book of scene as well. I know. It's so exciting. I actually really can't believe it. I'm almost like, lost for words to how I feel about it, really. So
0: when did you first first hear about the book? And again, were you reserved or were you excited?
3: Did you want to take part straight away? Well... I work with Kat quite a lot and I'm in her mastermind and I'm also part of her Visibility Academy and so I heard about it through that because she was obviously really excited about it and talking about it to all of us and I did consider it for a short while but I've been writing blogs for a while now so I felt that it was just that was the next step for me really so I really was quite excited about it.
0: Yeah. And you've got many strings to your bow, Fiona. So what is it you're going to be talking about
3: in the book? Just briefly give us an outline of what you're going to talk about in scene. Well, for those that know me, it's no surprise that I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry cry for all reasons and none. And And for a very long time in my life, I hid that. And I was embarrassed by it and through bullying at school and all sorts of things. And in the corporate world, it wasn't the done thing to do, which be to burst out crying for no reason whatsoever. Or even just halfway through a conversation with somebody because I feel um, what's going on in their life or what they're talking about. So I hid it. And that resulted in me having a breakdown. Yeah. And when I, I really didn't think that that was why I had a breakdown, but when I started to really investigate, you know, what has gone on in my life, what had made me feel this bad, I realised that that was exactly what it was, that I was covering it. And actually, you know, I find that actually crying is actually my superpower. So this curse that I've been carrying around all my life. It's actually a thing that makes me really good at why do do now. It's totally a positive. I cry all the time. I think you're human if you cry. Somebody said to me the other day, never trust anybody who doesn't cry at least once a day. I totally agree. And I think that's a great, <laughs> that's now my new mantra, I have to say. Because, well, you know, you see what, what you see is what you get with me tears and all. Totally. Uh, Fiona, as
0: usual, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I wish you all the best with the book and I'm sure it will do really well. Thanks so much, Karen. Thank you. So I now move over to Lisa Preston. So hi Lisa. Hello. <laughs> Are you feeling a bit nervous? A little
3: bit,
2: yes.
0: <laughs> oh well, congratulations okay. on your part of the book
9: scene. Thank you very much, very excited.
0: So when did you first hear about the book and did you first of all think, yes, I definitely want to do it, or were you a bit reserved about it at first?
9: So quite unlike me, I was I was all in. Um, I connected with Kat on social media and it's quite a new connection. And I think, um, you know how the Facebook algorithms work, and I hadn't really seen much about her and what she did. And this book post popped up. And um, as soon as I read it, I thought, you know what, I've always wanted to do something like this. So I think this is the type of project that I want to get involved in. Brilliant. So for our listeners, um, Lisa, can you tell us what it is you do? Yes, yeah, so I'm a mental health coach. I'm also training to be a hypnotherapist and a psychotherapeutic counsellor as well. So at the moment, I train a mental health and well-being program in schools and to families as well. So it's like it's a universal approach to mental health and well-being and emotional resilience. And I wanted to really expand on that by offering a hypnotherapeutic counselling side to my business as well. So that's what I'm training for at the moment.
0: Fantastic.
9: So for our listeners, just briefly tell us what it is you're, you're talking
0: about in the book and what you're bringing to scene.
9: Love that. Yeah, so my story is that my career that I entered into when I was in my early 20s took a massive pivot after I had my children, um, and it wasn't something that I was able to do. I wasn't able to carry on having a, the career and being a mother at the same time. Uh, it was a very, very difficult and transformi- transformative period, which led to a lot of mental ill health um, for myself, and I went through a lot. Uh, I went to some dark places, um, and slowly but surely, since leaving that job, i have rebuilt myself um but i very much believe rebuilding yourself has to come by looking at what's caused the problems in the first place so i think by going through that process i've learned a lot about myself i'd learned a lot about things that were still unresolved from my past and my history um and i've really been forced to look at myself um and now i just feel that you can define your own success on your own terms it doesn't have to be down to anybody else
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us and
9: congratulations on the book. Thank you very much for having me. Very excited. Thank you.
0: So we're now going to move over to Laura Coote. So welcome, Laura.
9: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: So, Laura, you've also taken part in in the book. So first of all, tell everybody what it is
10: you do. Okay. so I am a personal stylist and I am the founder of a clothing boutique for ladies called Black Edge Style.
0: Wonderful. So tell us about Scene and what your thoughts are and what what the book's all about.
10: OK, so for me, it's about motivating, inspiring and empowering other women. And I just wanted to use part of my story to empower other women, to let them know my vulnerable side at a time in my life that I found really difficult. And I think it's something that's not talked about very often. And I wanted to share my story to try and encourage or help anyone that's in a position that I found myself in and to understand that it is normal, um, there is a way through it and I think we should all talk about it a little bit more.
0: Can you tell us briefly your story for our listeners?
10: So I was lucky enough to be blessed with three young boys, however they were, they came, my twins came when my little boy was only 22 months old. So I was found myself with three children under two and I found it incredibly difficult. I always felt extremely blessed um, and I found the children an absolute amazement but the overwhelm of being a mother to three young boys really got on top of me um, and I found it quite difficult to share that with people so I tend to just be at home and struggle with it a little bit more than maybe I did let on.
0: Yeah, I don't know why women kind of keep it to themselves because it's a, it's a full-time job being a parent, never mind looking after yourself and running home and everything, isn't it? But
10: Yeah, I think the thing is, what I was always searching for or what I was scared of was losing who I was before I had children because when I had one child, he fitted in with life, he came out with us, we went for meals and he found it quite easy as such and then when the twins came along, everything changed and I was always chasing who I was before I was a mum of three and I've learned a lot about that I have changed life has changed and it's okay for it to change totally well
0: congratulations on your part of the book and I look forward to reading it thanks so much so my next guest today is Jen Griffith. so welcome Jen hi how are you feeling all right <laughs> not nervous about this podcast no not at all excellent excited excited brilliant so for our
11: listeners first of all Jen just tell us what it is you do so i'm known locally as the tropic pianist gamer if you don't know what that is i'm a tropic ambassador who sells natural skincare i'm a pianist as in a professional pianist and a piano tutor and i'm a gamer and i run the the biggest um, uk gaming hub in the uk for nintendo fans
0: wow my son is going to love you <laughs> wow that's incredible so you're very techie then
11: sort of yeah
0: (laughs) so congratulations on the book scene so for our listeners just tell us briefly what it is you're going to be talking about and what you'll bring into the book
11: so i know the subject is finding your passion your power so for me when i first went self-employed i went it i did it as a fallback option because i realized i didn't suit the nine to five life in the office so I could always play the piano. I've played the piano since quite a young age and I always thought in the background maybe I could be a piano tutor. But when I set up, which was 2016, I was still scared of people because I have a lifelong anxiety disorder, which I've had since age 13.
0: Well, you're doing marvellous being at this event today.
11: Thank you. Yes, this was a good test for my confidence. Definitely. It's gone to plan so far. The (laughs) hat helped. I have my star hat today, so... Just for our listeners, dress.
0: I know you can't see, but <laughs> Jen's wearing a gorgeous star, coloured, colourful star dress and hat to match. She looks amazeballs. Thanks. So tell us again, are you talking about one particular area or all three or four areas?
11: So my story's basically how I overcame the anxiety to be who I am. So finding my true self. So my true self is the tropical Palace Gamer, that's who I am. Um, but it was how I got there in the first place, how I got out of my fear of people. How I got out of my fear of judgement, so basically the root of my anxiety is all about fear of judgement from various parties, whether that was bullying or childhood influences, there's a mixture of all of them and they all culminated in one big mush of anxiety, so it was how I basically took that apart and found my passion and strength from that.
0: Well that's amazing and I know for sure you're going to be helping so many people with just those words you said today. So congratulations to you also on the book and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. So my next guest is Lisa Williams, the star of the show because today we're at the Celtic Arms in Northrop, is that right Lisa? It is, yes. And we're here to celebrate a year in business of your vision board, so first of all tell us quickly about that.
12: Yeah, so obviously during uh, the pandemic last year, um, I set up a vision board membership to help my uh, vision board business, bring them together to help them stay connected with their visions and help them uh, move forward with their visions and be aligned with their visions. And then on the 1st September 2020, the membership opened at the time I had a two month old baby and I was juggling motherhood and my membership and we are now one year old.
0: Wow, so congratulations, it's been a brilliant day. So you and Kat Massey today, one year in business, so well done, it's been a beautiful day. And of course, I've grabbed all the ladies that are taking part in the book, scene. So for our listeners, what are you going to be talking about?
12: So in the book, um, in scene, I will be talking about uh, my miscarriage journey. So we had three consecutive uh, miscarriages um, very close together, and I will be talking through... um, my own journey about how i felt and about how my feelings were and how i have now used that uh, pain to progress further and i want to be able to help other people going through that pain through that journey to show them there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that there is a way that you can get through it and if you are in that position where you are going through or have gone through it and you have bottled those feelings up it's okay to let them out and it's okay to be visible with them and to share your story because it will help others definitely and you're going to be helping like i say so many people just by
0: this short podcast and of course the book as well so congratulations once again on the book and i wish you all the
12: best thank you so much and thank you for having a chat with us today
0: So that was great words there from the other authors that are uh, contributing to scene. So Kat, all the proceeds are to be donated to Milestone Mums. Can you tell us a bit about this charity?
1: Yeah, when I I first hit the world of online space in 2017, as my true self, talking about my own mental health, uh, I started blogging and then this lady started to follow my blogs and then i opened a community group um for um, men and women a safe space for everyone to come together and chat about their own mental health and she joined that group and she was said i've got something similar that i do and we just got chatting like that and three years on we've we've uh, we've remained friends and her um community has just gone from strength to strength so sarah started off building a community in her own um, part of the world, in Ellesmere Port, because no one was there for her. So after she had her third child and got out of an abusive relationship, there was no one to turn to. She did seek medical um, advice, NHS. And yes, to a certain extent, they were there, but there was still, her words are, there's always someone to hold the baby, but who's holding the mum? And that really hit home to me. After suffering with um, postnatal depression myself with my with my own son, so we just ha- we just connected. And when I was doing this book, knowing that I wanted it, obviously super aligned to me being a mental health advocate myself, I was looking at different charities and I I asked the the group of authors, you know, and everybody put their 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 thing in of who we should have, and I just kept getting drawn back to Sarah. I just kept getting because she's just on her own. Um, yeah. she just does this on her own with with volunteers. So um, I reached out to her and she was that overwhelmed. She was like, can I think about it? Yeah. <laughs> she was just like really yeah. took yeah. taken taken aback yeah that not just me because I'm a friend now, but 15 strangers to Sarah believed in her and yeah. said yeah, let's do it for her. So that took her back because she's spent a lifetime to get people to try and believe in her and now, to get people believing in her when she didn't even believe in herself is just, um, yeah, it's just amazing. And and the work she's doing is going from strength to strength and she's gonna have um, a Milestone Mums in every single county. And we are gonna be a small part of that. So it makes my um, heart swell with joy.
0: I actually managed to grab a few words with Sarah Finley from Milestone Mums at the launch of Scene on the 10th of October. And this is what she had to say. So I'm now joined by the founder of Milestone Mums, Sarah Finlay. So welcome, Sarah. Hello. Nice to see you. Oh, it's lovely to meet you. So I believe that all the proceeds of the book scene are going to your fabulous charity. Tell us all about it. So Milestone Mums was set up three years ago by myself. I provide
7: a support service for mums that have got mental health problems, we put activities on for the children and the mums have a safe space to go to and to offload if they want
0: to talk. But I fully support the mums that have any kind of mental health issue and it's in a nice environment for them as well. Oh, that sounds amazing because it's really daunting, isn't it? We know for, for new mums, even during pregnancy, after pregnancy is a really daunting time. Quite frightening as well, isn't it? Yeah so how did you feel when you when you you knew that uh, all the proceeds of the book scene were going to go to your charity i
2: cried (laughs) i didn't think well i do i am worthy enough and the charity is a million percent worthy enough but having people having people believe in me and what i'm about means
7: the absolute world to me so it was really overwhelming but i'm absolutely thrilled to bits and completely and utterly grateful
0: totally oh it's been so lovely to meet you and uh, all the best with the charity and all the best with the book as well
7: thank you so so much
13: thank you
0: and i also managed to interview the rest of the authors that couldn't join us today which is d o'connor sue miller marie coleman and nikki bailey so I'm here at the launch of Scene of 15 fabulous authors that have all contributed their stories and they've all had a chapter each. And I'm now joined by Mari Coleman. So welcome Mari. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. So you're one of the authors of Scene. So how does it feel to be an
14: author? Cause it's launch day today. It's very exciting. It's nerve wracking, but it is absolutely lovely to be here with everybody celebrating.
0: Yeah it's absolutely wonderful. So for our listeners just give us a brief outline about what your chapter entails and what you're bringing to the book.
14: Okay so my chapter starts with grief and it's through that grief that made me reevaluate my life and what was important to me and that is family work-life balance and my health and that of the people that I care for. So Mari for our listeners just give us a brief outline of what it is you do. So I help health-seeking individuals source high-quality wellness products to help them look and feel better. And it's these products that have helped me with ailments that I've um, had in the past. And I'm particularly passionate about those products. And through personal experience, I know that I can um, help them.
0: Fabulous. Well, I really look forward to reading your chapter in the book. Once again, congratulations. Enjoy the celebrations. Thank you. So now I'm joined by the gorgeous Sue Miller, who not only is one of the authors but she's also the publisher so welcome, <laughs> Sue. Thank you Karen It's lovely to be here so first of all, how do you feel about being an author because this isn't your first book, is it but maybe this genre this is the first genre for you well
14: it's the first time i've actually had a, a had a chapter in a, in a book so yeah for for me it's not my first obviously not my first published book, but um, yeah, it's been really, really weird experience because I'm used to just, you know, um, being the one behind the scenes. So to actually... Be in a chapter myself as myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a bit. It
13: was a bit daunting. quite
0: daunting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for our listeners, then, can you give us a brief outline of your chapter, but very, very brief? Just give someone, give us all a taster. Okay. Uh, but tell us what you're bringing to the book scene.
14: Okay. Well, my chapter is called "I Showed Up," and it's basically. Ta- it starts back when I was ten years old and kind of briefly takes the reader through the journey and how I started to when I was writing it I realized how many things have happened in my life because I showed up and and it also it talks about the power of words which of course as a editor and publisher, I uh, words are very important. So those are kind of the two key things of my chapter.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. And also being the publisher as well, you must have got to know the authors
14: quite well, the other 14 authors, <laughs> and got to know their stories. Yes, um, I know they were so nervous. And, and I get that. At first I thought, well, what are you nervous about? But, you know, I, I help so many authors and first time authors, it is very Very, oh yeah it's very frightening (laughs) so um and Kat she was she was wonderful she held everybody's hand through the whole process and yeah just getting to know them now and seeing the story behind the person oftentimes you just see the person and you have a totally different impression of who they are of what they've been through and I think that's what this book brings is that you realize that we're not always who we appear to be definitely
0: so for each author then were they given so many words was it between 500 and 2,000 or what did they have to prepare
14: yeah we gave them um 2,500 words was you know thereabouts um some took it very literal and they you know (laughs) but yeah it was thereabouts 2,500 words and um Michelle Katanak It works with um, team author and she did the editing and then I did the final proofreading so so thereabouts we wanted everybody's chapter to be approximately the same length
0: fabulous well thank you for talking to me today congratulations on the book and I look forward to reading your chapter thank you very much so um I'm still at the party celebrating the launch of scene and I'm now joined by another author which is Dee O'Connor so lovely to to meet you Dee
13: Hi, lovely to meet you, Karen. It's been an absolutely wonderful day today, um, celebrating the launch of this amazing book.
0: It has been fantastic, really, really good. So for our listeners, um, just give us a brief outline about your chapter. Don't give too much away, but just give us a brief outline of what you're bringing to the book.
13: So yeah, so what I wrote about in my chapter was um, I gave my power away many times um, throughout my life um, to situations and events And it was really about reclaiming that power and not being defined by other people's behaviour and realise it was no reflection on me and just kind of learning to, you know, regain my confidence and heal from, um, you know, things that actually did um, affect me deeply um, and just regain that power and know who I am.
0: And how do you feel about being an author and everyone hearing your story?
13: Um, For me it's it it was always about uh, the book was always about helping others and I jumped at the chance straight away because you know I read about Sarah Finlay she's an amazing human being uh, and such strength to be able to help others and you know I just I said yes without thinking
0: I would have done as well so uh, well congratulations once again all the best and um, yeah congratulations on being an author that's fantastic
13: thank you thank you
0: so, I'm now joined by Nikki Bailey, or should I say, author Nikki Bailey. So, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, how does it feel on launch day to actually be an author?
15: Um, it's very surreal um, but exciting at the same time.
0: Oh, well, congratulations, the book looks absolutely gorgeous, a really lovely thick book, doesn't it? So for our listeners, I've been asking all the authors just briefly to give us an outline of what their chapter is about, but don't give too much away, uh, to what you're bringing to the book.
15: So my chapter is a journey from a health diagnosis, quite a serious one, right up until where I am now and the lessons and the personal development changes that it brought about in my life.
0: Wow, and how does it feel that everyone's gonna hear your story now that the world, it's open to the world? How do you feel about that?
15: Um, Originally, I was nervous about it, um, but I feel that there will be many women out there that could really benefit from it, whether they've had that kind of diagnosis or not. Um, I think it's quite an empowering story
0: definitely definitely going to help loads of women so what chapter are you what what chapter what number
15: oh crikey i think i'm chapter five I think.
0: chapter five. <laughs> oh how exciting well i wish you all the best and uh, thank you for talking to me today
15: thank you very much for having me
0: So that was all the fabulous authors being interviewed at the launch of Scene on the 10th of October. So we're going to go back to Kat now and all her fabulous team of fabulous authors. Congratulations to all of you once again. The book I know is going to be, it was a bestseller already and I can't wait, like I say, to get my hands on it. But for our listeners, Kat, how can we we get hold of the book? Where's it available? And if anyone wants to join your academy, how do they get in touch?
1: So if you want the book, we are only in pre-launch stage at the moment. So we are on day three of pre-launch stage. So if you go onto Amazon and if you type in scene, it will come up and you are able to pre-order it for 2 just on the Kindle version to start with. It will be available on paperback, but it's just Kindle version um, at first. And if you go onto Amazon, my author's bios in there and there's all about me, how you can get in touch with me there
0: brilliant so girls if you all want to unmute yourselves we'll do one last cheers i'd like to thank each and every one of you for sharing your journey on the, on the us today. today and i wish you um, all the best with seeing, seeing so, so well, thank nice. you now, cheers. Thank you cheers, cheers. 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 You've been listening to an appetite for life sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts or send an email to Carolinda Kelly at btinternet.com.